Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, everybody. I'm Cassidy, one of your Indianapolis Colts cheerleaders, and you're watching the Believe in Colts podcast. Welcome back to Believe in Colts. I'm Lawrence Owen. With me, as usual, is my guy, Gerard Powers. We will not have Rodney McLeod on today as he is at an NFLPA meeting in a Hawaii conference. But we have a special guest coming in to fill his shoes, and we appreciate you tons. My favorite offensive player from this past season, Paris Campbell, wide receiver for the Indianapolis Colts. Thanks so much for joining us today, Paris. Absolutely, man. I appreciate the honor to be on with you guys. Absolutely. Uh, Gerard, I'm going to let you kick things off with this first episode. Uh, well, the first question or comment or whatever you want to talk about. Uh, I'll, I'll jump right into it. Uh, Paris, man, coming into this offseason, first of all, I know – just, just how how did you like your experience being in Indy the past four years? Uh, you know, yeah. I was there for four years. I enjoyed it. But what, what what's some of the things that you liked about just being in that building? Yeah, man, I, I love it. Uh, first off, um, you know, I think the first thing that jumps off the page for me is the family atmosphere. You know, um, I, I feel like a lot of teams across the league talk about that, um, but not a lot actually show it. And, you know, granted, this has been the only place that I've been in my career, but you can really feel that family, man, like, it's a tight knit group from, you know, the bottom of the staff to the top of the staff. And uh, you can really just just feel that. Um, and then just the city itself, um, the fans, loyal fans, man, dedicated fans, diehard fans, um, the city. It feels to me, you guys know I played at Ohio State. It feels similar to Columbus. Um, great, great city, um, you know, great schools for the kids, family atmosphere. Once again, um, you know, me and my family, we, we love the four years that we've been here. Yeah, I, I felt I felt the same way for uh, pretty much all the things that you just described. Good family city, plenty to do, uh, loyal fans. And uh, speaking of the fans, a lot of pressure on you this offseason about, you know, can he stay healthy? You know, we need yeah. him to do this. We need him to do that. Uh, how's the wide receiver room going to look? Who's going to be the standout? Who, there's just so many questions uh, regarding yourself and the wide receiver room. But how important how important was it for you? Uh, knowing that, you know, you're coming into your last year, your deal, it's important to stay healthy, but not just stay healthy, just your playmaking ability on the field being available. How important was that uh, for you going into this offseason to make sure that happened? Yeah, uh, that was everything for me. Um, you know, I, I made a promise to myself um, before this season, man, that I was going to do everything that I could to make sure I was on the field for all 17. Um, you know, like, before the stats, before the plays, like I thought I would be making, I just wanted to be healthy and available for my team, man. And, uh, you know, it was tough those first three years, you know, dealing with the injuries that I, I dealt with. Um, but I also learned something about myself that I didn't know before. Um, you know, I learned that I'm a fighter, um, that I had strength that I never even knew that I could tap into. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just all, you know, built up for me in this, in this final season, man. And uh, I think I play with passion. I think people could see that just in the plays. Um, I just really wanted to leave it all out all out there on the field. So every time I took the field, man, I, I took it personally. Awesome. Well, I want to just remind everybody before we go on that Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season, whether it's NFL, NBA, uh, MLB, hockey, soccer, whatever, boxing, MMA. You can always find the latest 
team odds, matchup info, and player news, and game trends at Bet Online. Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. We're the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet Online, where the game starts. Now, after this past offseason, like you said, it was a big deal to you to make sure you were, you know, available and, and be able to get be on the field all season. You were the only receiver on the team this past season to be available all <clears throat> 17 games. And do you feel – let me get into uh, the question of after that season that you just had, where you were available finally – do you feel like you still have more to prove, not just to yourself, but to teams and stuff out there uh, in the NFL with Colts, Colts Nation, the fans, everything like that? Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. Um, I started like started with myself. Um, you know, I think last year was just scratching the surface. Um, it allowed me to to believe in myself and see that I can play in this league and that I can make plays in this league um, on a consistent basis. Um, and as far as, you know, to the Colts and to the other teams and, you know, to Colts Nation, like, like I said, I think it's just scratching the surface, man. Obviously, you guys know the, you know, the slew of quarterbacks that we had this season and the ups and the downs and just so much, you know, change going on in the offense. Uh, it was hard to get into a rhythm, um, you know, but we still find ways to make plays here and there. Um, and I think you saw glimpses of what the offense could be or, you know, what I can be. Um, in this offense or in the league in general. Um, but definitely, you know, it's a, it's a lot more that I want to accomplish, that I want to prove, and I just want to continue to keep going on a consistent basis. Man, you talk about some of the adversities that the team uh, and you guys face, you know, the ups and downs. How important was to have somebody like Reggie Wayne, uh, you know, sitting right there in the room with you that that can relate to you, that, that is set in that same chair and, uh, you know, in the household name that he is, but – you know, what was some of the influence and uh, some of the, I guess, words that, you know, he used to kind of keep you guys focused on the task at hand? Yeah, man. Reg was everything. Um, and I tell people this all the time. Like, uh, he's he's changed my outlook on the game um, so much in one season. You know what I mean? How I look at the game, how I study the game, how I approach the game. Like, just every detail you can think of, like, he's, he's changed and had an impact. Um, and, you know, just speaking on this season specifically, uh, Reg, Reg had, he's been in this same position. He was on the team where they went, you know, one and 15. Like he, he sat in the same chairs going through the same things. And, uh, you know, he, he brought up that season uh, a lot this year um, just because, you know, like I said, we were going through the same thing. So he's, he's telling us to stay positive, you know, continue to, to do what we're doing, continue to think about consistency. And, you know, obviously with so much change, there has to be some type of constant, you know what I mean? So we always wanted to approach each and every day. And we talked about in the receiver group that we want to be the constant. No matter what's going wrong, no matter what's going left, let's try to be the constant each and every day. And, uh, you know, I think that was something that we tried to do as a group. Um, and, I, and I can say, you know, I, personally, I think we accomplished, um, you know, just throughout the building each and every day um, and then trying to take it to the game field. You know, I think I think we did a, a good job in that. Absolutely. Now, um Inquiring minds want to know, a lot of Colts fans out there want to know, are you interested in coming back to the Indianapolis Colts? Do the Colts have mutual interest in bringing you back? What's going on yeah. on, the, on that front right now before we hit free agency? 
Yeah, man. Uh, like I said, I, I love it here. I, I really do. And, uh, you know, obviously with the coaching changes and then kind of a, a new legacy being built here, um, I definitely want to be a part of it, man. Um, you know, I, I really do. I love, like I said, I love the city. My family is, you know, we've been here for four years, man. This is kind of all we know when it comes to NFL life. Um, but far more greater than that, like I said, I, I really feel a part of that coach family um, in the building and outside the building with coach fans, man. The amount of love that Colts Nation has showed me just throughout my career, even through the ups and downs, man, it is meant a lot to me. Um, so, yeah, I, I, would, I would love to be back. And, you know, I, there's been meetings the past couple of weeks uh, with the Colts and, you know, Chris, you know, he, he wants to bring me back. Um, you know, I, I feel the, the mutual, you know, respect and love, you know, so we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm excited, though. And uh, not to go off topic a, a little bit, but want to go back to Columbus. Uh, I don't know if it's quiet anymore, but I can kind of say you guys got like a wide receiver you title uh, <laughs> that, that y'all kind of walk around with right now. Yeah. And, you're, and you're part of that, uh, you know, bringing that to the to the forefront. Uh, talk about the wide receiver room and the development that Brian Hartline and those guys at OSU uh, do to produce so many just great, you know, wide receiver talents year in, year out? Yeah. Uh, the biggest thing that I always tell people is that, you know, once Brian Hardline stepped in, um, it really changed the game for every receiver that's ever going to walk through that building, man. Um, and I say that because, you know, sitting in those seats, you know, being a 18, 19 year old guy, you know, you got a NFL veteran who had a great career, you know, played at the highest level, made plays and stuck around in this league for a long time. Like as a player, you know, who's just coming into college, like you need a guy like that. You want to soak up as much information as you can. And for him to be able to relate to you, him to be able to see things that you're seeing, um, you guys talk the same language. You know, I think it's just a smooth and easy transition. And obviously, I mean, you guys know how recruiting goes. Once, you know, these 16 to 17 year old guys see all these guys going to the NFL and making plays and, you know, getting paid and all this stuff like that's eye opening. But, you know, the heart of it all starts with Brian Hartline man. like how I talk about Reggie changing the game for me. Brian also changed the game for me. Um, you know, and it started with him and my development, like from, you know, my junior to my senior year, it was crazy. It, it was really crazy because he brought that NFL mindset um, of just, you know, so many different levels of receiver play. Um, and, you know, he, he's a he's a critical reason why I'm in, I'm in the shoes that I'm in right now. Back when you were drafted, you were drafted to be the guy for, you know, a certain quarterback named Andrew Luck. And ever since then, it just hasn't been there. You've went through umpteen thousand different quarterbacks. Could you speak a little bit about the difficulties of having a different quarterback so often as a wide receiver in the NFL? Yeah, man, it's tough. Uh, you know, when I got drafted, uh, that night was – it was magical because, you know, I'm like, I'm about to go play with Andrew Luck, you know, one of the greatest quarterbacks in the game right now. Um, you know, so you can imagine how, you know, finding out that he was retiring, you know, how that felt for me as a young rookie. Um, but, you know, the the carousel has is, been is been crazy because, you know, it starts off – you know, we, we had Jacoby and everybody felt, you know, comfortable with Kobe. No, nobody really knew if he could, you know, take over the franchise, but everybody in the building was comfortable and was excited for what Jacoby was about to bring. Uh, you know, so you, so you got excited about that. But then the next year, you know, you bring in Phillip Rivers and it's like the same thing over, over and over again. You get excited about what Phil's about to bring. So it's, it's this high 
Um, and then you go through the course of the season and whatever happens, happens. But it's just the highs and the lows. And then after Phil, you know, we bring in Matt and it's the same thing. Super high. Like, let's go. We got Matt Ryan. We're about to do this thing. Like, let's let's get excited. Um, so it, it it was just it was it was crazy. And same thing with Carson. Excuse me for misplacing, but Carson and then Matt, like it's the same thing. It's like you get excited and then it hits and then whatever happens, happens. And it was just it's so hard to build that consistency that I was talking about with when you have so many, you know, quarterbacks at the helm of the offense. Um, and even this year, like having three quarterbacks in the in the course of a season, like it was tough because I got used to Matt. Then we changed and went to Sam. So you got to build a rapport with Sam. Got to get extra reps at practice with Sam. Sam plays two games. Then we go back to Matt. It's like, all right, let's go back to the old way that, that we were doing things. And then, you know, Matt plays for a couple games. Then it's, it's Nick. And it's back. You know, it was just a lot going on, man. So it's tough as a wide out, you know, to, to have to go through that. Gotcha. And uh, so a little fun question that I had. This is my last question that I had for you. But recently um... – I forget the 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 publisher, but they rank like you know you got the uh, the players that rank facilities, rank the training staff, you know all these different rankings, which is kind of cool to see uh, because mm-hmm. it was accurate from my point of view on the teams that I was with. But uh, I want to say that the Colts players gave the training staff in Indy like an A, A minus, A plus. I'm good friends with Aaron Burrell and Hambone and all them guys, man. Speak on them and just the wonderful job they do to make sure. Uh, guys from a mental standpoint, stay positive, stay engaged, but also a physical standpoint, getting you back, you know, the best that they can, getting you back on the field. Yeah, man. Uh, they, they make the boat go. <laughs> you know, Aaron, Aaron uh, EV, Hambone, Kyle, like all those guys, man, they, they're, they're really is what keeps the wheels turning because, I mean, you know how it is. Like, guys, guys got to find some type of comfortability, you know, within the facility. And in Indy, I think it is the training room, man. Yeah. I really think that they, you know, they make it a friendly atmosphere. You know, you can go and hey, make sure you're getting your work done, but it's also, it's not uptight, family, friend, friendly environment, man. You can go in there, hang out and just enjoy those guys, man. But, uh, you know, speaking, you know, personally, those guys have meant so much for me. Cause I mean, you guys know I've dealt with, you know, numerous of injuries, um, but like you said, like they always find ways to keep me positive, you know, keep my mindset, you know, on the right path. And even when I felt terrible and felt like I wanted to give up, man, you know, they 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 vouched for me. They they helped me out. They understood what I was coming from. They they listened to me. Um, you know, I I've only been here, but I know it's not like that other places. I, I know that for sure. Um, so th- th- those guys do a great job, man. Like so much credit to them, and they deserve that A plus that they got for sure. <laughs> no question, no question. Oh my guys, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> man, so, um, great people. I have a I have a question I generally try to ask all my all, all my Colts interviews and uh it's kind of a fun kind of laid back question. What is your favorite go-to comfort food? <laughs> my comfort food is wings, man. Yeah, I know y'all, y'all know in Indy we got R&R wings. That's that's my spot. <laughs> that's my spot. Wow, you. Well, 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 what about Stewart? I mean, what, what do you have? You had any of his wings? <laughs> no, I, had, I. So I, I know he got the he got the Coca Cola sauce, and I mess with him all the time. And I'm like, bro, like you gotta give me some wings. Like you giving wings <laughs> to everybody else, but you you ain't gave me no wings yet. So I give him I give him problems all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Did you you ever check out Country Kitchen? No, I haven't even yeah, heard of it. Soul Food Spot, Country Kitchen. Ask Reggie. Hit Reggie up okay. uh, and uh, see if he can get you in, in contact with Country Kitchen. Okay, cool. 
cool. I'm gonna have to check them out. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so before we uh end this uh episode right here, I, I do have a question about where you feel you are as a wide receiver. What are some things that you feel like you could still improve to really bring your game to the next level? Yeah. Um, well, as far as just me as a player, I think I'm very versatile. Um, and versatile speaking, and I can just do a numerous amount of things, whether it's in the slot, uh, coming in motion, jet sweeps, you know, just I can do a lot of different things. Um, where I want to see my versatility expand is not just in the slot, but I want to become, you know, a, another reliable option outside as well. You know, when we go two receiver sets, two tight ends, um, and, I, and I, I played there a bit, you know, this past season, but I want to see myself develop even more in that role. Um, and I feel like route running, route running in a slot and route running outside are two totally different things, in, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Um, you know, in, in the slot, you got just so much grass and you're usually lined up on a nickel or a safety. Um, and I just feel like it it's different because you always got kind of a two-way go in a slot. You know what I mean? And I feel like outside, like, it's, it's some routes outside where there's a, a hitch or a stop route or, you know, a bench route where it's like, all right, you got to go out here and you got to go win. Like, we need you on this play to go win. Um, and so for that, like, I, I want to be that guy in, in some of them situations where, all right, let's let's move Paris out here on on this island one-on-one, and we know he's going to win on this play. Like, it's it's third and six. Let's go run a stop route, and Paris going to win. Or it's, it's, it's third and 14. Let's go run this bench route, and Paris can go win. Like, I want to develop my route running on the outside to where it's like, you know, whoever's calling the plays, like, let's get number one out here and let, let, let's go, let's go move these chains. That's what I want to develop. Like, oh. and, you, and you get to stay on the field a lot longer too. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Speaking of staying on the field and do route running and different, different positions out there, whether you're the Y, the Z, the X, who is the defensive back on the Colts that gives you the most trouble? Gilly, Gilly, uh, you know, I say that with no hesitation, man. You know, when Gilly came in this year, um, you know, obviously going into camp, you know, you're, you're watching film on your own guys because, you know, we're about to compete with them for three plus weeks. You know what I mean? And, that, and that's that's our competition for that time. So, you know, going in and yeah, I've always been a fan of, of Gilly, you know, from the time he got drafted. Uh, but going against him and watching film on him <laughs> two totally different things man like this dude like he yeah like he, he plays the game like he's just seen so much and you know i i pick his brain each and every day man still i you know i talk talk to him today um but like him being on the field like he's just so smart um and it's not even necessarily like he could be on the field and you know we can be in a, a duo set you know right receiver and outside slot and inside and like he knows exactly what route you're running based off number two. He's not even looking at you. This dude's got eyes in the backfield, watching the quarterback, watching the release to number two, and he's able to jump your route on the outside. Like, he's just seen so much, man, and he's so smart. He can feel when you're trying to be deceptive in your routes. Like, I try to get him. I try to, you know, burst off the line, and, like, he's not moving. I'm like, why aren't you moving? Like, I just get so frustrated. <laughs> but he's, like, he's just so smart, and, uh, you know, I – he, I, I learned a lot from him, and he's he's able to see some stuff in my game that I, I was able to work on and get better throughout the course of the season. So, um, you know, credit to Gilly for sure. Hey, you you mentioned Gilly, and uh, and and like you said, just the mental aspect because it becomes at at, at one point you just realize, all right, this other guy's just as quick, just as fast, can move. So now, how can I beat him? And I'm gonna have to go the mental route to try to do something to get him off. 
Name another cornerback outside uh, the Colts that you had faced in your career that kind of, you know, gave you those similar uh, problems that Gilly has to where it was just a mental game going against this guy rather than a physical. Yeah, so not even a uh, cornerback, but actually a safety, man, uh, Derwin James. Like, when we played when we played the Chargers this year, man, like, because he, 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 he would come down to the slot and he, he would guard me. They, they would go cover one, and he had, had me man. And um, speaking of, on a play specifically, I remember I had a corner route in the slot. And, you know, so I dove I dove down. Like, I'm about to run across the route and put hard stick, put my foot in the ground. He, he actually stumbled. Like, I had him. I'm like, as soon as I seen him stumble, I'm like, I had him beat. And I turn around and see the ball in there, and I just see Derwin James flash from my eyes. And I'm like, bro, like, we're, I, th- I thought I had you beat. You know what I'm saying? So, like, from – like, obviously, we all know he's a – Derwin James is an incredible athlete, man. But he was he was doing such a good job of, of disguising, you know, his their coverages. Like, it was sometimes I thought it, he was playing man coverage, and he would just shoot to the third of the field, and, you know, they'd be playing zone. Or have uh, man jumpers underneath, and he's back playing zone. Like, it was just – it was crazy uh, just – the, the his his range and his ability uh he but he was definitely playing those mind games where he was disguising stuff and i was like, all right i gotta let me let me look i gotta check everybody <laughs> else out and see what they're really in nah, i mean he a uh, hell of a player man hell of a player to drum james he is i'm gonna give you a moment um to talk about whatever it is that's on your mind that maybe you want to talk to fans or or anything of that nature maybe say hi to mom i don't know <laughs> uh you know uh give you a moment uh talk about whatever it is that you would like to 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 let people know yeah man first off um like i said earlier man i, I really want to thanks coach thank you thanks send a thank you to coast nation um you know for all the support man and these four years have been a crazy ride i know uh, you know, everybody kind of expected me to come into this league and just, you know, take off from day one. Um, you know, my career hasn't been that way. Um, it's had its highs, it's had its lows. But um, really, like, talking to the real fans, man, that's still behind me, man. I've I seen all the love and support. You know, nothing went by my face. I've seen it all. Um, and, you know, that's that's what kept me going. That's what kept me motivated. Uh, and definitely, like, shout out to you guys, man, because you guys were a big part of, you know, what happened last year, um, you know, and – I. I never gave up on myself, man. man. Y'all, y'all really supported me and stuck with it through me. And even now, you know, as I'm, you know, approaching free agency, you know, I, I see the real fans out there, man. They, they're all like, man, let's let's get Paris back. Let's get Paris back. And I love it. Um, but, you know, and if I am back, um, you guys going to get 110% each and every day, man. And, you know, we're going to keep this thing rolling. Awesome. Awesome. Well, that's going to be it for this episode of Believe in Colts with myself, Gerard Powers, and special guest Paris Campbell. Uh, brought to you by Bet Online, and as usual, go Colts. Do you believe? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.